So as usual, we will start with a update, uh, with an update. As I record this, it is August 24th. So this is, I'm not working as far ahead um, because I actually caught COVID. Um, not long after I got to Scotland, I got here on the 1st of August and about a week later, I started to feel a little off one day. And then the next day I was in bed just feeling horrible. I thought I had just a really bad head cold, maybe the flu, because it was all kind of in my head and my nose. And I kind of had a little bit of aches and pains. And I was sure that it was maybe a, maybe a flu, um, maybe a little bit worse than a, or a very, very bad head cold. But my sister, the retired nurse, kept saying, yeah, I think you might have COVID. You might have COVID. And I was at this Airbnb. Um, I had just gotten there out in the lovely countryside of Aberdeenshire and out in the rural kind of uh, places. I had gotten there. I had stocked up all my food, thankfully. But then um, I kind of... Uh, contacted the host and I was like, you know, I'm quite sick. And so um, the the owner actually doesn't live there. Her dad does. And her dad kind of checked in on me and brought me some stuff. And, and then finally he's like, you know, and, and I had told her, I said, eh, it's possible it could be COVID. So he gave me some tests and probably about four or five days into it, I tested and I did test positive. So, um, and the more my sister and I were texting, the more she had me convinced that I probably had it. So it sucked, <laughs> truth be told, because um, I felt pretty horrible for a couple of days. I mean, I just had, you know, my head was all stuffy and I just had no energy. I had such brain fog. I just, uh, you know, I slept until like maybe noon and I, I made myself kind of just get out of the bed just so I could be somewhere else. And I'd lay on the couch and watch some Netflix. <laughs> that was about it. And then when I started to lose my taste and smell, that's when I was like, mm, maybe my sister's right. So um, that still hasn't come back completely. It is getting there. And I do feel better. Uh, but I'm still not like I don't feel like I have my energy level back. So um, yeah, it was a pretty sucky thing to be sick and alone. And I'm quite sure that there were some tears, um, just because it just sucks when you are sick and alone. I mean, there's no other way to say it. So I survived, though, I still kind of have a little bit in my throat. So hopefully I don't start coughing too much. I'm probably gonna have to take some breaks here and take sips of water as I record this podcast, but I need to get a podcast out, need to get it to Kalisa so, so she can uh, do her magic. And um, yeah, so feeling better just slowly but surely getting that energy level back. But yeah, it it was not a fun thing to have that. Thankfully, I wasn't like so sick that I needed to go to the hospital. I was fine just uh, drinking my fluids, drinking lots of tea, I had Mucinex with with me, which was a good thing because of all the the kind of snot and everything. Not to be gross, but <laughs> that's the truth of it. And uh, I was able then to, to get into town and get to the pharmacy and pick up things like some cough drops, which have been very helpful. <laughs> so and ibuprofen because I did have some aches and pains and a little bit of a headache. So. 
Anyway, that's the digital nomad update. So let's start getting into this because you know what? I am in Scotland and I love this country. And this episode is going to be a lot of fun. I got a lot of fun episodes I know that are going to be coming up. If you're not into Scotland, you may not want to be listening. But if you've been even curious about Scotland, I do hope you'll stay tuned because I'm going to have some really great places to talk about. So without further ado, let's dive into this episode. Welcome to the Wonder Your Way Travel Podcast. I'm your host, Lynn Neiman. I'm here to help you travel to Europe, to explore off the tourist track destinations, dig a bit deeper into those well-known places, offer up some tips so you can travel with peace of mind, and of course, to share a few stories. It's my hope to inspire you to travel to Europe, your way. Well, hello, my wondering friend, and uh, welcome. I am sitting here, uh, full confession, I'm in my bed again. (laughs) It seems to be the best place to record podcasts right now in some of the places I've stayed. Not that there hasn't been some sort of desk, it just hasn't been maybe the most comfortable and I've just kind of found the bed a little comfortable and a little cozy. So um, I'm kind of looking out my door and I can see the sea. I can see, oh, nope, the sheep are gone. (laughs) There were sheep out there, but I can see the sea. It is raining a little bit. I'm sitting here way up in the northwestern part of Scotland. Yeah, I'm in just such a stunning part of Scotland that I will be writing about, podcasting about here uh, very shortly. But we are going to talk about another stunning place, a little further south from here, but still kind of in the highlands. And that is the little village of Braemar, Scotland. It's B-R-A-E-M-A-R. And if you are not otherwise occupied and can Google it, you can see where it is on the map. And it's in the midst of Cairngorms National Park, which kind of like, it's hard to miss Cairngorms National Park uh, because it's kind of I feel like it's like in the center of like some of the widest part, um, east to west of of Scotland. And Braemar kind of sits not quite in the center, but it's somewhat central. However, because of the fact that it sits along smaller roads, if you if you look, you'll notice that on the western part of the Cairngorms National Park, there's the A9, and that's a main road. It's like a you know we would probably call it a, a two lane highway. Um, they call it a dual carriageway. Um, so it's a it's a it's a bigger road. It's it's better maintained. It's not one of those wee little roads. Braemar is on kind of the other side, and I think because of that, people maybe don't go over there as much, except for the fact that there is something very special over there that we'll be talking about, something that's nearby. But it is a little bit more remote for that reason. You know, it's like smaller roads, so it takes a little bit more effort to get there. However, it is an absolutely charming village, and it is that. It is a village. There's not even, I wouldn't even call it a town. It is a village. There's not a whole lot here, but it is surrounded by a whole lot of gorgeousness. You're right in the midst of a national park, so there is a lot of beauty. But not only that, there is some history here as well. So let's talk about why you would want to come to this part of Scotland. The first thing I want to talk about is the fact that there is the Braemar Gathering. It's where they kind of have the Highland Games. And 
they have these in different places, but Braemar is kind of is kind of like the the place, if you will, to go for the Highland Games. And those are some of the things that you see. And there's like the dancing, and there's like these feats of strength that you see these men in kilts <laughs> doing. That you're like, wow, they're like throwing these like shot put like things and lifting up logs and and that. So it's really a big tradition in the Braemar Highland Games. Uh, the 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 Braemar gathering is like the premier one to go to. I think it usually takes place in early September. There is actually a Highland Game Center. You can go and like see the field and there's a center where you can learn all about the tradition. I don't think I went into the center. I did go over to the field and kind of look around at the stands and everything. It was pretty cool. So I will have to go back and take a peek into the center so I can kind of learn a little bit about it. But if you're curious about something that's really specifically Scottish, this would be a great thing to do to learn a little bit about the history of the games and the gathering and also like how to, you know, how to, how these things kind of began. So that would be one thing that would bring you to Braemar. The other kind of nearby thing that I want to talk about before I kind of go into some of the outdoor things is there are some castles around. Now, currently, Braemar Castle is closed. I think they may be refurbishing, but I'm not 100% sure. But that would be something else that you could do is you could go to Braemar Castle. However, nearby is Balmoral Castle. And Balmoral Castle is the castle that is belongs to the the royals and it is the castle that is sort of their scottish castle so like their vacation home <laughs> if you will or their home you know their second home well they have like five homes or 10 homes or whatever but you get the idea and Balmoral Castle is not very far. It's just a little bit to the east of Braemar. So Braemar would make a good base if you wanted to go visit Balmoral Castle. Now, this castle has been in the royal family since um, Queen Victoria bought it. Well, actually, Prince Albert bought it for Queen Victoria in 1852. So it has been in the royal family since then. And as a result of this castle, and you can you can actually go visit it at certain times of the year, but do check the website. I'll put a link to it in the in the show notes because obviously when the family is there and they are vacationing there, vacationing, they're living there when they're in their Scottish home. You can't you can't always go visit, but you can visit it um, for quite a few number of months throughout the year, and you can actually go out on the grounds and that. So I didn't get a chance to do that. Full disclosure, I was only in Braemar for two nights and I really only had like, you know, one full day really there to be able to explore. So Balmoral Castle would be something though that you could do from Braemar, just check on opening times. But what happened with Braemar is when Queen Victoria and Prince Albert started coming here to Balmoral, then this kind of village kind of, you know, kind of built up. It became sort of the place to go for some of the, uh, 
you know, royalty and the upper crust of society to come out here and to spend some time. And and then as a result, you get sort of other things kind of popping up. You get this village and you get hotels and things like that kind of starting to build up because it became a beautiful a, a lovely place to go. It sits, uh, Braemar actually sits kind of right along the River Dee, and that kind of flows all the way out to the east. So it really became a, a this popular place. And as a result, more stuff kind of, you know, there's not a lot that, that's built up about it, but it sort of became this place to go to get out into the countryside. Yet there was still like this era of sophistication because there were these castles and there were these beautiful homes and there were, there's, then there's also the Fife Arms Hotel, which full disclosure, I splurged and stayed there for my two nights that became this beautiful hotel for people to stay in. So it was never, uh, it was never like a home. It was always a purpose-built hotel, but it catered to kind of wealthier people. So um, hence, it's like this grand hotel that's like really cool and a lot of old stuff there. I'll kind of talk about that here in just a minute when we talk about places to stay. So you can visit Balmoral Castle and the grounds. But to me, I think outside of, you know, doing some of the, you know, learning about like the Highland Games and the the Highland Gathering and visiting maybe a couple of castles, it is truly about the outdoors here. It is so beautiful. And there are some great easy walks right from Braemar. There's some stuff that'll take you along the river. There's some things. There's actually one called the Queen's Drive, and it used to be kind of where Queen Victoria's carriage would kind of take her. She wasn't out walking. She she was in her carriage. And um, now you can kind of take this wonderful walk that goes kind of up into the hills a little bit. And the hills were all kind of filled with heather when I was there. Um yeah, that's kind of the the benefit of being there in August is you'll get the the heather blooming and I had these great views of some of the peaks around. It kind of took me through some forested areas as well, beautiful forest. So there's a lot of nice kind of like easier type walks that you can do, and you can actually even loop some things together. Or you can go a little bit deeper into the uh, the park, into Cairngorms National Park, and be able to do some other things like, you know, kind of more some hill walking and things like that. But this place, I was just blown away by how beautiful it is. You've got the river coming through there. You've got the, the hills and then the mountains, just this charming town. And even though it was like, you're like out in the middle of like you really feel like you're like out in the middle of nowhere and there's like this little village there. It had this kind of mm, aura of sophistication or culture about it. And I think it's because of the royalty that had kind of been there before. And it still comes out in the area now. So there's actually also a golf course. So you, are, if you are into golfing, and maybe one of the highest golf courses, like elevation wise, in the UK. So that's something else. If you are a golfer, you could actually do that as well. And then, of course, there would also be some some nice little drives that you could make from here as well. So 
This is a really quick episode um, because I don't think my voice is going to handle um, talking for too long. But put Braemar on your list. Yes, you could probably go and maybe stay elsewhere. You could drive over from like somewhere around Aberdeen and you could drive over to like Balmoral and Braemar and just do a day trip. However, I would recommend at least spending a couple of nights because of the fact that even though there aren't like a boatload of places to stay, there are some outside of the Fife Arms. Obviously, the Fife Arms is kind of the place to stay, but it's also quite pricey. But there are some B&Bs nearby. And I believe I saw a few self-catering places as well in the area. So it's not like there aren't places to stay. There are. You will just have to, um, you know, definitely book in advance. And there's just this cute little village that you can kind of wonder about. You can take these walks, you can get in your car, make some drives, go over to Balmoral, and you can just kind of slow down and enjoy kind of being in this wonderful location, this beautiful location in this charming little town. So even though it's not like filled with like tons of sights, to me, it's a good spot to yeah, just kind of slow down and kind of just enjoy it and kind of just, I found myself kind of just like imagining what it was like back in the time of Queen Victoria. <laughs> so it's like, hmm, I wonder what it was like back then, you know, with the carriage rides and, you know, some people that would be out walking. I don't know. I just, I, I kind of let my imagination kind of go a little bit. So it would be a spot that, again, you can do the day trip, but I would try to stay a couple of nights and just kind of really kind of soak all that Victorian era stuff in, for lack of a better word. I don't know. I don't know. My brain isn't really functioning at 100%, but I do think it's it's worthy of spending a couple of nights. I personally would love to go back and spend a full week because I would go, I didn't get a chance to do Balmoral. I would do that. I would probably take a few more walks. I was also still kind of not quite at a hundred percent. So I would like to go back and, you know, get out and uh, do some longer walks and explore a little bit more and maybe pop in the car and and make a little drive, maybe even get a golf club. I don't golf yet. I might learn. So anyway, I am going to end this very short little episode here and just wanted to, I wanted to talk about this because I feel like it's a place that not everybody necessarily knows about. Um, Maybe they've heard about it. Most people, maybe if you're into the royal stuff, you know Balmoral. So you may know a little bit about Braemar, but maybe not. But put it on your list. Be sure to get there. It's a beautiful, beautiful place and definitely worthy of some time, at least a day trip, if not spending a couple of nights and really kind of soaking in that atmosphere. That's the word I wanted, that Victorian atmosphere. All right. So a little housekeeping. Um, If you haven't subscribed to the show, be sure you do so. Please go over and leave me a review. Hey, you know what? I haven't actually checked those in a while. I wonder if I have any reviews. We'll check it out while I'm doing some other things. The other thing I wanted to say is go over to the website, wonderyourway.com. And if you're not on the email list, sign up for the email list. There's several different ways that you can do that. If you just go to the to the homepage, you'll see a couple different places where you can sign up. You'll get a little freebie from me and uh, 
I'll get your email and then you will be in the know when the podcast episodes drop, when the blog posts drop, and I put out two other kind of newsletters per month. I don't inundate you with a lot, um, but I do try to give you some good information and I'd love to have you be on the list this way. If I have some announcements, if I have some new things happening, you will be the first to know. Oh, don't forget that little coffee cup is down in the right-hand corner of the website, wonderway.com. And you can make a wee little donation if you would like to just help support the show, the blog, anything like that. It's um, nice to get those little donations. Right now, that coffee cup is very much a tea cup because I, um, obviously with all of this, there hasn't been any adult beverages. <laughs> I can't really taste them a whole lot anyway. So what's the point? And I need to get myself better. So let me see if there is, I'm trying to see if I've got a, another review. I think the last time I checked, I didn't have one. Um, I really would love to get some new reviews. Nope. No new reviews. Okay. I need somebody to go over there and leave me a review. I would love to get some reviews. And don't forget, if you are traveling to Europe somewhere, I can plan I can plan a trip to most anywhere in Europe. And uh, certainly, if you are interested in Scotland, which I think you should be, because it's amazing, please do um, hit me up. And if you need some help, you can go over to wonderyourway.com slash... Oh, well, I guess you would just go to wonderyourway.com and then under the services menu item, you will see there are four different options there. There's travel consultation, itinerary planning, customized travel planning, and a la carte. So I can help you with a little or a lot of your trip, kind of depending on what you need. People are already starting to look towards 2024, which I think is great, especially if you're going in the spring. However, it's still not too late to plan something for maybe the end of this year. Uh, winter can be. I know not a lot of people like to come to maybe Europe in winter, but if you're interested in cities, that's a great time to hit up the cities. And even some of the um, the Mediterranean areas, because they're so darn hot in the summer, that can be a really nice place to maybe go in January. It might be a little rainy, but you'll still have, you know, maybe 50 degrees, um, 10 Celsius, and uh, it might be a little bit nicer. So um, it won't be so hot anyway. kind of depends on your thing, right? What, what kind of weather you like. But um, do hit me up if you are thinking about traveling to Europe soon. I would love to help you plan your trip. And uh, yeah, you can always send me an email, lynn, L-Y-N-N-E, at wonderyourway.com if you have anything that you would like to ask me or you would like me to cover on the show, please do uh, send me a note. And uh, or if you just want to tell me about any travel plans, or if you have been to Braemar, Scotland, I would love to hear about that too. So I'm going to end this episode here because my voice is about ready to give out. So um, yeah, hope you have a great day. And until next time, happy travels. Slange Bye.